Kimberly Spellman here, crowned in his glory. So glad you've joined me today. Myself and the Holy Spirit here to have a conversation today with you. I'm so thankful that you have pushed that play button and found me on the platform in which you have. Um, just just know that um, every listener has been prayed for. Um, I pray for you today. I pray that that you would um, have the fullness and the revelation and the truth of God's word walking and talking and just, you know, um, loving the Lord. I, what comes to, to my heart is, you know, the, the, um, the very song, you know, go, go about, um, you know, just full of joy, leaping and praising God, laughing and leaping and praising God. Praise the Lord. Today we can we can laugh. We can laugh at every circumstance around us. We can leap with joy. We can choose to put our feet on the rock and stay steady on the word of God um, with the help of the Holy Spirit. And we can praise the Lord because today is the day that he has blessed us with. And we will rejoice. We will be glad in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, um, if you're just tuning in for the first time um, to this podcast, A Crown in His Glory, just want to give you a little snippet of what this is all about. What this conversation today is about, it's about um, you knowing that God is for you. He's um, He's with you, knowing that you are a daughter of the Most High, knowing that He has crowned you in the very glory of of God, um, and that you were born for such a time as this, that you walk in the very value that he's given you walking, knowing that you were seated in Christ and knowing your position and that you walk fully in the purpose and the plan that he has for you. And, um, so that's what it's all about. If I encourage you to have a conversation with the Heavenly Father um, and the Holy Spirit shows you something, that's we, we've got we've had a win. We've had a win. We've had a win. So um, I just wanted just to um, welcome you if this is the first time that you're with us today and all of those that have listened and shared this. And um, I've, I've had much feedback over the last, in fact, the last couple of days. Um, and several people have told me, oh, I listen to your podcast. Oh, I listen to your podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I'm only doing it because it's what I feel like heaven has instructed me for this season. And so I'm thankful that um, it's it's coming into your life, coming into um, wherever you're at today, your home, your your car, your your office, um, and it's going to just stir you, um, stir you in a conversation. Again, like I said, in your intimate time with your heavenly father. And today we are going to hop right back in. Um, oh, before I hop in, I just want to say 
For those of you that do listen and you would like to give me some feedback, please, please do that. Um, send me a text if you have my 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 number. Send me a Facebook messenger um, if you're friends with me on Facebook or send me um, a ministry messenger if you're um, if you like our page Spellman Ministries on Facebook or Instagram. Send me. Um, an email at spellmanministries at gmail.com and tell me, tell me something that this conversation has um, stirred you in. I love to hear those, those um, feedbacks and those testimonies and those encouraging words. Um, or if you have questions or you just are like, wait a minute, I want to, uh, I would love for you to, you know, discuss, um, have a conversation, Kim, about this. And so I'll do my best to look at those and to um, to do that. So um, I am going to hit something and it's something that the Lord is stirring in me and has been stirring in me for the last little bit. And um, I apologize if um, you you hear me kind of. Um, taking a, a deep breath or you hear me swallowing. Um, I know that um, we do the best we can to get that out. But today, for some reason, I'm having to have some major hot tea as I'm recording this. So praise the Lord. Just be patient with me um, today, especially. But um, I have in my heart um, something that I really want to just um, just bullseye in on today. And that is two, it, it's kind of a combination of two scriptures, and I'm going to read them, and then I'm going to really do my best to just have a conversation with you about them, because I believe that we're in a season, we're in a time, we are in um, one of the greatest times that we could be in, um, in the kingdom. And you go, really? How come? Well, because I believe that we are going to see um, the very Bible demonstrated in its fullness. <laughs> and, um, and, and that looks really, really awesome. But around us in the natural, it's going to look really dark. And that's okay. Because light dispels darkness. Okay, let me let me just say that again. Light dispels darkness. I'm going to say that again. Light dispels darkness. The truth of the word of God, the tr the truth setting free, the truth coming into full manifestation. And it, you know, truth um uh, help me Jesus. Um Truth is something that it's not just when we hear something, but it's also when we put it into practice. It, it's good to hear the word, hear the word, hear the word, hear the word. It's good to to have um, good teaching. It's good to listen to podcasts like this, but it's it's what we do with what we hear. You know, we're not just hearers only, we're doers, we're willing and we're obedient. And the obedient part is the doing part. And um, this is something that the Lord stirred me in. And, and I'm just going to read this. It's, it's actually something that I put um, 
on Facebook here um, several days ago because it's something that the Lord's been just internally um, speaking to me about. And it is this light dispels darkness. I want that to sink in. Light dispels darkness. Where there is light or truth, darkness, which is lies, are dispelled. When we allow the word of God to bring truth with the impartation, the very power of the Holy Spirit being imparted, darkness is removed. Because with that impartation becomes, that's, that's where the doing comes. So we can hear the word of God and hear the word of God, but then we have to allow the Holy Spirit to do the work of change that makes that truth into and transfers it into our heart. And then we do it through obedience. We step into truth through obedience. But that comes by the impartation of the Holy Spirit. So thankful. So very thankful for the word of God, for truth. And I am so thankful for the power of the Holy Spirit that brings change. Because the word of God says that that the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into all truth. So the Holy Spirit illuminates. It, it, it takes, it takes just the words of the, uh, of, of the Bible, the, the words of the word of God and the Holy Spirit takes it and it imparts it into our heart and our spirit. And when it's imparted, there is a seed of light and life that comes in, in that impartation, in that impregnation, if you will, we all understand that as women. And then that seed begins to grow, but we have to allow that process to happen. And we have to rely hundred percent on the Holy spirit to, you know, help us to, to be the helper that he is, which means we have to yield to him consistently. It's not something that we just get up and we, we read the word of God and we pray in the Holy Ghost for 30 minutes and we check a box. It can never be that. Can't be. Because it's the working of the word and the working of the Holy Spirit that bring life, that bring change, that consistently, you know, just like you're taking a breath. That we, when we breathe in the word of God, if you will, and breathe in the Holy Spirit, if you will, uh, like, it, like we're breathing in our breath, my goodness, we become so aware constantly. I mean, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's not something that leaves us. Does that make sense? I hope it's encouraging you. It, it, this is just something that's been stirred in my heart and it's stirring and stirring and stirring because we have come to a place 
in the world in, in the time we live in, that it's all about, um, a, you know, divided, (laughs) compartmentalized part of life. And we can't compartmentalize this. This is something we live every minute of every day. Praise the Lord that he gives us the ability to, to walk in him, to live in the very presence of heaven. That's what we were created for. We were created to, to, to have fellowship and to live in the presence. I mean, when, when Adam came and was, was formed out of the dust of the earth, it was, I mean, he was in the, the, the very place of God coming and walking and talking and being with him fellowship. And it was by a choice that separated And when that separation happened, what happened to Adam and Eve? They went and they ran and they hid and they covered. We cannot live in a place of running, of hiding or covering. And when we do, we will have great despair in our lives. But when we are fully running just to the throne and we are fully open and and apparent and and naked before the Lord, and we are fully humbling ourselves, saying, "I need you, Lord. I can't do this in my own self. I am utterly and wholly dependent on you." Then what happens? Oh my goodness, the presence of God, the very Shekinah glory of God, the very infilling and walking freely in him comes. Praise the Lord. Okay, I finally get to my scripture, I think now. Well, I'm going to start. And and this is something, I, 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 we're going to look at two things. First, we're going to look in, at Jeremiah 29, 11, and a few verses after that, 314, I think. And then we're going to go to Psalms 91 and you may be saying, well, how does, how do these two scriptures, you know, how do they, how do they go together? One's about, you know, living, um, in the protection and one's about him having thoughts towards us. Well, let me just say it this way. Um, let me, let me just read, um, 29, 11, I'm get, kind of getting ahead of myself. So let me just read it. And then I'm going to read Psalm 91. And then we're going to kind of conclude in the rest of the time. And I'm going to read um, 29, 11 in the classified, amplified, am, am, amplified classic, I should say it that way. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare, hello, hello, and peace, and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. That means it in, in living, that you will call upon me, and you will come and pray to me. And I will hear and heed you. 
Then you will seek me. Inquire, inquire, inquire for and require me as a vital necessity or as vital necessity and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Hello, I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will release you from captivity and gather you from all the nations and all the places to which I have driven you, says the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I caused you to be carried away captive. My goodness. If you look at that, what, what a word. What a word. And it's full of life and instruction. Now here, I'm going to read Psalms 91, and I'm going to read this one out of the voice. And then I may go back and read Jeremiah 29 out of it as well. But um, here we go. Um, I'm going to just start um, in verse 1. He who takes refuge in the shelter of the Most High will be safe. And in the shadow of the Almighty, he will say to the eternal, my shelter, my mighty fortress, my God, I place all my trust in you. He can be trusted, ladies. He can be trusted. He is so trustworthy. Men and and human race have failed, but God has never failed. He is full of love. He can be trusted. For he will secure you from the snares set by your enemies who entrap you and from deadly plagues. Like a bird protecting its young. God will cover you with his feathers, will protect you under his great wings. His faithfulness will form a shield around you, a rock solid wall to protect you. You will not dread the terrors that haunt the night or enemy arrows that fly in the day, or the plagues that lurk in darkness, or the disasters that wreak havoc at noon. A thousand may fall on your left, ten thousand may die on your right, but these horrors won't come near you. Only your eyes will witness the punishment that waits the evil, but you will not suffer because of it. For you made the eternal your refuge. Come on, ladies. And the most high, your only home. No evil will come to you. Plagues will be turned away at your door. 
He will command his heavenly messengers to guard you, to keep you safe in every way. They will hold you up in their hands so that you will not crash or fall or even graze your foot on a stone. You will walk on the lions and the cobras. You will trample the lions and the serpents underfoot. Because he clings to me in love, I will rescue him from harm. I will set him above danger because he has known me by name. He will call on me and I will answer. I'll be with him through hard times. I'll rescue him and grant him honor. I'll reward him with many good years on this earth and let him witness my salvation. So ladies, all of that, those two passages of scripture, let's look real quick because I, I just want to just reemphasize verse 11, for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace to you. And I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me. Here we go. Inquire for, for and require me as a vital necessity and find me when you search for me. And here we go back in Psalms 91, the very last part that I read here. I will rescue him from harm. I will set him above danger because he has known me by name. He will call on me. Here we go. And I will answer. Ladies, it is so, so simple. Sometimes we make it so hard. And sometimes our emotions have left us feeling so far away. And so under just, just what, what I would say, just like there is just like a, a, a thumb just pressing us down and that's the enemy. But I am here to tell you today, if you call upon him, if you seek him, you will find him. There will be provision. There will be answers. There will be protection. There will be instruction and revelation and knowledge. And there will be fullness. <laughs> oh, man, I wish that you could. I mean, I could just take my little headphones off as I'm recording this and run around this room and come put these headphones back on. He will find he, 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 when we seek him, when we do our part to look for him, we will be found. He will find us. He's he, and, and you know, the joy of this. Oh, my goodness. We could go back to the prodigal son. The joy of this is he's there looking already for us. And all we have to do, because, you know, even in, in, in several places in Scripture, it says, and, and John three sixteen it says, um, 
it, it talks about just the very, uh, you know, foundation, you know, he, he's looking, he, he, he's, it, okay, let me just back, hold on, let me, let me just take time to read this, because I think that it's of, of, of importance, and I don't want to just skip over it, I want to actually read it, okay, here we go. In verse uh, John three eleven, verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and yet receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things and no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the son of man, which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Here we go. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believes not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that does evil hates the light. Neither cometh to the light lest his deeds should be provoked. But he that cometh, truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. Well, I could read this other uh, in other va- other um, versions, and it maybe um, I'd encourage you to do that just to kind of um, study that out um, even more. But here's the thing: God loved us so much; He sent His Son. And that son, when he paid the ultimate price for us, he became um, set on a mission to restore and to redeem, to get back, to buy back the family of God. And when we come into the kingdom, it's in response to what Jesus has already done. See, he initiated this. And so when we're seeking He's there to be found. That's what I'm trying to say, ladies. When we seek him, 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 
when we seek him and know this is not just the, uh, the, the recording having a malfunction. No, I really want you to know today, whenever we seek him, he will be found. He's there waiting for answers. He's there waiting for, for, for truth to be revealed to us. And all he's looking for is our hearts. He wants our hearts. He wants our hearts. He wants that place of intimacy with us. So today, I pray that there is a deeper hunger, a deeper revelation of all that he has, that all we have to do is seek and find. We're on a treasure hunt with the help of the Holy Spirit. And when we find, oh my goodness, those two scriptures that we looked at today, please take time. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you things in them. Reveal things in them for you. Because I'm telling you, we're in days that we have to be not just in and out of his presence. We have to remain steadfast, unmovable, every minute of every day living in his presence. So ladies, know that you're treasured. Know that he desires that time with you. Know that he has taken his glory, his very presence, and he has crowned you. And it's our job to respond to that crown. It's our job to respond to that very presence and that place and time of intimacy. So I pray that today you've been encouraged, you've been strengthened. And until next time, know the, the, the blessing of the Lord. He has blessed you. He is keeping you. His face is being um, shined upon you. His countenance. Yes, his countenance is, is shining. It's, 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 it's right there for you to just enjoy. And he has given you complete shalom, protection, peace, provision, and everything. 